in the creative industries, in the service industries especially, people book people. Now, what do I mean by that? There are so many really good wedding planners. Often, the thing that people are deciding between is not your skill or what you are producing. It is you. People are drawn to people, not services. Welcome to The Wedding Plan. My name is Tyler Spire, and I am a luxury event planner based in Santa Barbara, California. This podcast is where I share behind-the-scenes adventures from the picture-perfect events we produce, as well as advice for running your own creative business. Fellow event professionals, small business owners, and those of you who love to throw a good party, you are welcome here. Happy New Year and welcome to The Wedding Plan. Gosh, I cannot believe it's 2024. And I am just so excited for everything that this year is going to bring. I love January. I love that it just feels like a fresh slate. I love the inspiration I feel. And I think, you know, for those of you that are in the wedding industry, you can probably relate. There's not a ton of events happening in January. So I feel like there's this space that is created (laughs) to be able to dream and to work on the business, not just the clients, but the business itself. And January is always kind of a special month for that. So we're going to dive right in. We today are focusing on social media. And today I'm going to take kind of a higher level approach to social media, the why behind social media and talking about how it can be an incredibly beautiful tool to use in your business as one of the many tools you have in your tool belt. And so uh, my story with social media is I, you know, started this business. For those of you that have been listening along, I shared with uh, you my journey of starting the business, my journey of quitting my full-time job to do this business. If you're just starting in now and you want to hear those stories, check out episodes one and two. But uh, it was quite the adventure, you know, getting this whole thing off the ground as pretty much every business story uh, is. And I remember with social media feeling like I never wanted to show my face. I'll be totally transparent. I hated the way my voice sound played back to me. I didn't like the way that I looked while talking to the camera. And I just felt kind of silly about the whole thing. And so in the early days of being a full-time wedding planner, my efforts on social media mainly focused on posting pretty pictures. Keep in mind, this is before TikTok and Reels and all the videos. This is before stories even. So it was pretty much pretty pictures. Then introduce Instagram stories. Even at this point in my career, for stories, I was pretty much just showing pictures and or videos of what we were creating, not talking or showing my face. And again, I felt like, first of all, what do I have to say and what do I have to offer? I don't like the way my voice sounds. People are going to think I'm weird. No one wants to see my face talking, et cetera, et cetera. Fear held me back. And I was really afraid of what other people would think. And so I just stayed small and kept 
posting little pictures and doing my little thing and it, and it was working, but I wasn't really growing or shifting or changing. Then I shared about this in episode two. We had the wedding from hell where everything was going wrong. The arch blew off the bluff. We had to move everything around. Everything, I'm telling you, that could have gone wrong at this wedding from venue people changing ideas on what was allowed and what wasn't to issues with catering, to issues with the DJ, like it happened. And during that wedding, I picked up my phone for the first time pulled out my video recorder and I said, hey guys, you will never guess what just happened and proceeded to tell the story of the arch blowing off the cliff and us relocating the ceremony. And the response to that first story with my face, my voice was amazing. I had dozens and dozens of people sending DMs and being like, hey, oh my gosh, that sounds like really crazy. That's amazing that you pulled that off. I had clients of mine who were watching that said, I'm so glad I hired you as my planner because you can handle really crazy situations. I had other people DMing other vendors being like, wow, that's really crazy. That's amazing that you were able to pull that off in a short amount of time. And I want to be clear here. I wasn't posting that to, you know, get the pat on the back and all the comments. Um, but feeling that was really nice. And also it opened my eyes to, wow, if I show who I am and what I'm doing, people are drawn to that. And let me tell you, after that first story, my strategy and my approach towards social media changed forever. In the services industry, people book people, not services. I'm going to say that again because that is at the core of this podcast, this lesson, and what I teach surrounding social media. In the creative industries, in the service industries especially, people book people, not services. Now, what do I mean by that? There are so many really good wedding planners. There are so many really talented photographers. There are so many really talented caterers, graphic designers, you name it. Often, the thing that people are deciding between is not your skill or what you are producing. It is you. People are drawn to people not services. I like to tell my clients even now that the very barometer for us to even refer a vendor to them is that they're really, really good at what they do. That we're not just hiring them because they're good. That's just the bare minimum to get through the door. What is the thing that's going to make the vendor be the right choice versus the wrong one? It's often the personality and how they're going to fit in with the dynamics of the couple, with the team, and what we need to pull off for that specific event. So people book people, not services. So in order for someone to book you, your company, since they're not booking your service, they're booking you, you have to know who you are. And I think there is so much beauty 
and taking that time to really know who you are, not just as a business owner, but as a human. What are your core values? What's important to you? What are the things that light your eyes up? What are the things that you cringe about? What are the things that make you cry? What makes you, you? And what are your core values? And knowing that about yourself and being deeply grounded in that gives you the ability to share who you are in a really authentic way. For me, one of my core values is creativity. I love to create. I love to dream up fun designs. I love to work with flowers. I love to be creative. I love to dream up unique experiences. All of that lends to what I do. But I want to be clear, I don't create because I'm an event planner. I create because at my core, that is one of my core values. And if I am not creating, I am not being me. Another one of my core values is love and family. You know, I can walk away from my business one day and I will still be me. And I will still be a husband, a dad, a friend, a son, a brother. I really love love. And I love being a wedding planner and being able to celebrate love and family. But at my core, I really value family, love, togetherness. And that can come through in the joy that I feel in doing events. And the last of my core values is being brave. It's really important to me, and it's one of my core values, to be brave. And that means when things are hard, still doing the right thing. It means when it's hard to show up, still showing up. And showing up not with a bad attitude, but from a place of integrity and presence and authenticity. And so I started this whole podcast saying, we're going to be talking about social media today. And how does this relate to social media? This has everything to do with social media. Because social media is a tool. It is not the tool, it's a tool that you have in your marketing tool belt for your business where you have the unique opportunity to lift the veil, so to speak, and show yourself to potential clients. And if you don't know who you are, deeply know who you are, grounded in who you are, then showing up is really hard. What I love about social media is that, again, it gives the opportunity to lift the veil so that people can get to know you. When I started showing my face on social media, when I started sharing about my family, started sharing about my life in Santa Barbara, sharing about the weddings we were doing, I noticed an incredible shift in my business. When I was getting initial inquiry calls early on in the business, most of the call was focused on, um, tell me about your experience. Oh, have you ever worked at this venue before? How many years have you been wedding planning? Have you ever done something like this before? The client was interviewing me to see if I was the right fit, if I had the experience, if I was quote unquote worthy of their business. 
When I consistently showed up on social media day after day, month after month, year after year, I did see an incredible shift. Nine out of 10 times, the calls I started getting after showing my face on social media started with, oh my gosh, I feel like I already know you from Instagram. I'm so excited to talk with you about my wedding. Or people would say, I just saw that wedding you did last weekend and it just made me so excited about my own. I really want to work together. The whole conversation shifted. Instead of me proving my worth or proving that I could do it, people were calling and saying, I feel like I already know you. And you know how much easier it is to land a deal, make a contract, land the sale for someone that says, I want to book you to begin with? I mean, it's not rocket science, guys. It's way easier. Also, that leads to being able to charge more, grow all the things. Social media provides this incredible tool for us to be able to start the authentic connection with our audience long before the initial inquiry or phone call. And that is a beautiful thing because if you can start building trust long before the actual inquiry call or the client books, the sale goes that much more smoothly. It's helping the client because they're getting to see you, getting to see how you work, getting a glimpse of who you are as a person. So it's not just a cold call or cold email that's coming into you saying, hey, I'm looking for wedding planners and I just emailed 27 wedding planners to get information when they feel a connection to you already. Now, I'm not going to say this is foolproof. There are times where I still get inquiries of people who are like, I have no idea who you are, but I'm curious if you're available because I got your name from such and so or whatever. And that's fine. That's part of being in business. But social media has definitely opened that door. In showing who you are, you can build trust with your clients. And again, I don't have the time to build trust with all sorts of people and multiple phone calls all the time before the booking comes. Time is so valuable. And social media gives this opportunity for me to build that trust. So how do you build trust with someone using a social platform? The first is consistency. And I know that everybody who's listened to every social media workshop is rolling their eyes a little bit because uh, this is when everyone's like, well, yeah, they want me to post every day. I'm not asking you to post every day or telling you that that's even the right thing for your business. What I am saying is consistently showing up, whether that's once a day, once a week, every other week, once a month, maybe ideally a little more than once a month, but still being consistent builds trust. Consistently showing up and also being consistent in who you are. And this comes back to knowing who you are. Because if you are deeply grounded and you are excited about what you are doing and you believe in what you are doing, you will consistently show up. It will be a natural overflow of your passion and creativity and excitement coming out in what you're doing through social media. If you are every time you're going on going, I don't know what to say or do or uh, that will also show. Or if you're showing up really hyper and really excited about something and then you're showing up laying on the couch and you're like, oh, I just can't do this. That's not building trust. 
that is just showing you're all over the place. And friends, we're all all over the place at different times. Don't get me wrong. But when we're showing up to represent our business, we're going to show up a little differently than we're going to show up to just our best friend, right? Because that's also part of building trust. There are people in my life who I trust so much. And my favorite author, Brene Brown, uses the analogy of people being like a jar of marbles. And every time they do something that is honest, trustworthy, and true, we put a marble in the jar. Kablink. And there are people in your life that have very full jars of marbles. My spouse, my closest friends, my parents. There are a lot of people in my life who have very full jars of marbles, and so I can trust them with anything. I can say, I am so frustrated about this situation at work. I can say, this situation makes me want to cry. I don't feel well. I don't want to show up to this event today because I feel like crap. But I'm going to pull myself together and do it. I can have all those conversations. This client is so challenging. My brain is going to break all the things with people with full jars of marbles. On the flip side, your followers on social media, prospective clients, have empty or very close to empty jars of marbles. Just by nature of them only watching what you're doing, they have not demonstrated time and time again that they are honest, trustworthy, and true. And so you can show up authentically, but you can also do it in a way that is appropriate for the audience. You can be authentic and show up as if you would for a work meeting. I like to think about showing up on social media. How would I show up to meet a prospective client? Am I going to be on social media in bed with my hair all messy saying, oh, I have the worst headache today. Would I even show up to the client meeting like that? No, I would either take some Advil and get my act together and dress up and look like the professional that I am, or... I would cancel the meeting and say, I am sick today. We need to reschedule because that is also professional. So on social media, same way. If you're going to do some big story or post that day and you are sick, say you're, don't say you're sick to everybody. Just take the freaking day off and show up when you're ready to show up and give 100% because building trust means showing up consistently in terms of timing and also who you are as a professional. I get asked sometimes, well, doesn't it feel fake then if you're not showing all the things? And I like to respond to that with a question right back to you. Does it feel fake when you meet someone in a professional setting and you ask how they're doing and they say, I'm doing well? Does that feel fake or does that feel professional? Or what is the professional response in these various settings that you want to be giving to your clients? What you say to a luxury client may look different than if your client's DIY. There are different ways you show up. And here's the thing as business owners, we know how we show up because you already show up to client meetings. You already have amazing things to say and dress a certain way and do things a certain way. And you know how to land your sale because that's how you have your business. The beauty of social media is it's a platform for you to be able to broadcast how you're already doing things. So again, social media builds trust with future customers. Another beautiful 
way that social media can enhance your marketing strategy is it allows you to stay front of mind for prospective clients and also current clients or clients who've already come through the door. You know, our number one source of inquiries comes through past referrals. And that's pretty consistent in the wedding industry, right? Like most of our clients are coming to us because their friend, their cousin, their sister, whoever, their coworker worked with us and said, oh my gosh, you guys, they were the best. You have to check them out. Especially venues. We'll get people that inquire at a venue and they're like, who should we hire as the planner? And the venue's like, oh, we love the Tyler Spire team. Boom, we get a referral. We get to start doing our magic. That's exciting. That's good. And for those people, if they hadn't been following me on social media for years, they can just hop on our social channels. Often couples will tell me, I'll ask, like, where are you checking us first? It's usually Instagram. They're going first and they're seeing recent content before that phone call, that initial inquiry. They're getting to know us a little bit. Um, But the other beauty of social media is not just prospective clients, but staying consistent and top of mind for other vendors. I love that we're able to offer advice and beautiful tips and tricks and things that don't only attract prospective clients, but also can attract fellow wedding professionals, wedding venues, our past clients keeping us top of mind. So when their next friend gets engaged, they're like, oh yeah, Tyler just posted that really great thing on destination weddings in France. And my friend was talking about a wedding in France. I'm going to share that with them. It gives this ability for you to be able to connect with multiple people on different levels because you never know where the next exact referral is going to come from. Lastly, I will say this. With social media being able to lift the veil, so to speak, it is so important for you as a creative business owner to show up on social None of us like the way we sound when our voices are recorded. We hear it played back and it just sounds weird. You are not alone. It is not just you. Let's move on. Secondly, none of us feel 100% comfortable talking in front of a camera or showing ourselves or seeing our own mannerisms played back to us, right? I guess after the pandemic and all the Zooming, maybe we're a little more comfortable with it. But here's the thing. It's not something that comes overnight. It takes practice. In the early days of me showing up in stories and videos, it took take after take, try after try, stuttering over words to having to redo it five, six, seven, eight times. And now that I've been doing that for years, it is a skill set that I now have and I am able to quickly give that sound bite or quickly take the video at that angle or show my face or what it is I need to do because I have honed it down to a, I don't want to call it perfection, but I definitely know what I'm doing. And that has taken years of practice. So if you were listening to this and you were like, oh, I cannot show my face on social. There is no freaking way. Friends, let me tell you, don't let fear hold you back because people book people, not services. And if people can connect with you, connect with your voice, connect with your face, connect with the information that you have to offer to build that trust before the sale occurs, it's going to make the actual sale that much Next episode, I'm going to be diving into actual content in your social media, being an expert in your field. What do you share? What do you not share? 
and what is going to help you plan out that content so you can consistently show up. Because it's easy to say, show up consistently, build trust, be yourself. But without a plan, it that can just feel so dang overwhelming. And so we're going to dive into that next time. Thank you guys for being here and we'll see you next time. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is we'll get older, older. So let us dance this night away.